We're reading a lot these days about how unconscious bias can be a significant influence on causing discrimination in the workplace. So, is unconscious bias also a causal factor for sexual harassment? Let's examine the issues. According to a report from Vanderbilt University, unconscious bias, or implicit bias, is often defined as a prejudice or unsupported judgment in favor of or against one thing, person, or group over another. This phenomenon has been described as one of the brain's shortcuts for evaluating human interactions and making quick judgments based on past experience. One or two prior interactions with another individual can lead to a conclusion that all other like individuals are similar in nature. Such experience may be positive or negative and its recollection and memory can be generalized as an imputed characteristic of all other such individuals. The result can be unconscious bias against other individuals because of their gender, race, ethnicity, national origin, religion, age, disability or other bases. When employment decisions are made based on these protected class categories, viable discrimination complaints may be presented. Bailey Reiners, writing for Built-In, the online community of tech resources for employers, describes 16 types of unconscious bias examples. Reiners identifies conformity bias as an example where an entity tends to staff based on similar perspectives or personal beliefs. Such staffing practice could perpetuate a boys' club atmosphere that tolerates or even encourages sexual joking, innuendos, or misogynist attitudes that foster sexual harassment conduct. Another common unconscious bias example is gender bias which is reflected in the human tendency to give preference to males over females in the workplace. This propensity tends to treat women as second-class citizens and can easily allow behavior to trend toward conduct deemed to be sexual discrimination or harassment. A third example of commonly categorized unconscious bias is referred to as nonverbal bias. This characteristic is often reflected in nonverbal actions that may be viewed as promoting male aggressive conduct such as a strong handshake and physical contact that may be perceived as demeaning to women and could lead to unwanted sexual harassment. Reiner's article encourages training for employees to recognize such behavior and coaching on appropriate behavior that helps to build a more diverse and inclusive workplace. While occasional or casual incidents of offensive behavior may not rise to the level of actionable sexual harassment as defined by the EEOC and the courts, responsible employers should now be adding unconscious bias issues to their anti-harassment policies and training for employees. In our research, we came across a Northwestern University resource publication on unconscious bias. Much of the literature to date focuses on the need to recognize the role of unconscious bias in hiring and employment decisions. Some academic studies have examined the adverse effects of gender bias, however, to date, we have not turned up information on academic studies connecting unconscious bias and sexual harassment. It has been said that sexual harassment is more about power and control rather than romantic sexual interest. In those workplaces that allow management conduct that affects a quid pro quo sex for jobs policy or practice, such conduct is clearly conscious bias that violates the law. The innuendos or subtle unwanted sexual conduct that victims often complain about is sometimes more difficult to prove in the administrative and litigation arenas. Consider your options. When you observe or experience such disrespectful conduct, you may elect to tolerate or consent to the entreaties, confront the offender, report the conduct, or seek other employment. Each alternative has its pros and cons which must be weighed in light of your individual circumstances. The Drawing a Line blog recommends that when subjected to incidents of workplace sexual harassment, 
The first step is drawing a line by responding to or confronting the offender by firmly stating that the conduct is inappropriate and should stop. If customary internal reporting mechanisms prove ineffective or if you fear retaliation, the Drawing a Line blog recommends that you copy or save evidence of the harassing conduct or communications. You are encouraged to speak with an EEOC or FEPA intake investigator or an attorney. These resources can offer advice and assistance on how to proceed with a harassment or discrimination complaint. Sources Consulted Unconscious Bias, Equity, Diversity and Inclusion, Vanderbilt University 16 Unconscious Bias Examples and How to Avoid Them in the Workplace, Built-In Resources on Unconscious Bias, Office of the Provost, Northwestern University Photo by Pexels the information provided here is from the Drawing a Line WordPress blog authored by William S. Hubbard. The blog link is Drawing a Line 175408723.wordpress.com.